Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of A Vision for You. Today is Sunday, June 21st, 2015. My name is Leah, and I'm your moderator. The share ID for Friday, June 18th, excuse me, June 19th, is 7744. That's 7744. This morning, A Vision for You presents your own conception of a higher power. In step one, we found complete despair, powerlessness. We cannot solve the problem of our compulsive eating by ourselves. We've realized that anything that comes from our own resources, our will, effort, self-knowledge, intellect, philosophy, morality, goals, or good intentions won't solve our problem of compulsive overeating. Our human resources alone simply aren't sufficient. Our choices narrow down to either relying on some power greater than ourselves or being doomed to a compulsive overeater's miserable existence or death. Step one is the foundation of our recovery. Step two is the cornerstone laid on that foundation. Step two came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step two only requires that we be willing to try to find our higher power. The big book's perspective is that the realm of the spirit is broad, roomy, all-inclusive, never exclusive or forbidding to those who earnestly seek. Our willingness is enough to start the process of working the 12 steps. Speaking with us today is Charles H., a recovered compulsive overeater from New York. Charles's charisma, his down-to-earth sense of humor, and dedication to the 12 steps are consistently reflected as he carries the message on a vision for you. And I want to welcome Charles H. to the line this morning. Good morning, um, all visionaries. Thank you, Leah, for your service, your continued service. I'm I'm humbly grateful to have you as a part of my recovery. And uh, good morning to all. My name is Charles H., a recovered visionary just for today. Um, And I want to shout out, you know, all the fathers, and, and, and all the single mothers, too, because this day is for you. This, this day is for you. I ain't going to say this much for you, but this day is for you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, uh, so obviously, you know, I'm going to be in uh, Chapter 4, We Agnostics, and I'm, I'm going to be dipping and dabbing a little bit over this big book um, as I do utilize it as a textbook today. Um, so I, I want to... Yeah, step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Um, so step one, admitting that I was powerless, um, obviously I, I need some power and, and, and I don't have any. Um, page 45 in, 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 in We Agnostic says, lack of power is my dilemma, is our dilemma. But I'm just speaking for myself because I'm just powerless. And I know that, you know, I know from experience, right, just from experience that, Step one is the problem, and step two is, is the solution. So I wanted to um, I wanted to say 
that the big book is very decisive and, and, and clearly states that, you know, in, in, in most other regards, you know, I may be normal. However, when it comes to drink, in our case, when it comes to food, well, you know, maybe, hold on, let me break it down a little bit more than that. Maybe when it comes to in certain ingredients, I'm insane. And, and, and only a power greater than myself could restore me. That means all I, need, I don't need to be, you know, I don't need to have, you know, some glorified, I don't need your faith. I just need some type of faith, and I just need to trust and believe. And, 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 and uh, we agnostic said, we beg of you. First it says, you know, people that laid aside prejudices commenced, which means beginning. You know, I strongly suggest get a big book uh, dictionary, commenced to, 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 to get results. That means began to get some results. So that means I'm, I'm going to just jump right out the window because I got visuals and I just want to use it. I want to, I'm going to use it with my mouth, but I want you to hear it and then you can visualize it. So here it is, like, I don't know who I'm talking to, but if you, if, if you got a, a smartphone that's drained, if, you, if you've been drained by life situations, if you've been drained by binge foods, if you've been drained by situations, you know, I need, a, I need, I said, I need, I need a power greater myself. You know, you ain't got, why don't you choose your own conception of God? Well, you know, for me, sometimes God is electricity. I can't see it, but if I plug up that phone, you bet, I trust and believe that it's going to get charged. I, I, I've been drained. You know, I need a power source. I can't see electricity, and as it says further on in We Agnostic, you know, um, I can't see it, but trust and believe that it'll, I, I can get a charge from it if if I go through the process, if I come to believe it, right? Um, so I wanted to I wanted to, I wanted to scoot on down on um, page twelve, where you know the greatest twelve step question in history, in my opinion, um, when Ebby said to Bill, "Why don't you choose your own conception of God?" Now the Big Book is littered with other um, other suggestions of what. They, uh, you know, Bill W. and the, the first hundred called their higher power, um, universal mind, creative intelligence, spirit of nature, my newfound friend, my creator, father of light, spirit of universe, supreme being, realm of spirit, great reality, his maker, presence of infinite power and love. And notice Notice, uh, you know, I want to go back to 46 where it says, you know, much to our relief, we discovered we did not need to consider another's conception of God. Our own conception, however inadequate, was sufficient to make the approach and to affect a contact with him, capital H. As soon as we admitted the possible existence of a creative intelligence, a spirit of the universe uh, underlying the totality of things, we began to be possessed of a new sense of power and direction, provided we took other simple steps. We found that God does not make too hard terms with whom who seek him. To us, the realm of the spirit is broad, roomy, all-inclusive, never exclusive or forbidding to those who earnestly, uh, you know, my, my vision ain't that good, so I got to earnestly seek it is open, we believe, to all men. And, you know, um, 
you, you, to, to just a, a sidebar, you know, um, you know the miracle today, and, and, and I don't want to highlight it too much, but it, it's because I tapped into that power source. I, I'm I'm sponsoring a, a atheist, and and it's it's just it's through the twelve steps, right? Through the twelve steps, it's the love, the access. Like without the second step, you know, there's no way those things could be happening. There's no way those relationships could be happening. You know, my marriage was a mess. My my the, the bedevilments on fifty two was true in my life today. They they flipped the script just through the just through the fact that I came to believe in a power greater than myself. And 46 again that I just read, here it goes. Even though, you know, I was like, wow, how the big book going to hit me like that? You know, however inadequate, it doesn't matter what your faith is, what your belief is, just trust and believe in that, whatever it is. You know, for me, it used to be a doorknob because, you know, coming in, you know, off of binges and just the benevolence, the bedevilment, excuse me, was taking a hold of my life and just strangled the life out of me physically, mentally, and emotionally. I only had three three dimensions. I wanted to get to that fourth dimension and the doorknob, open the door. You know, when somebody gives uh, a newcomer a job, coming off them runs, man, it was other things, but I'm talking about food and sugar right now. Coming off a run, coming off a binge, um, you know, come off of those, those situations and the doorknob that somebody gave me a job, I thought that was my higher power, the doorknob. But you know what? Faith and trust in that doorknob was sufficient. I believed in that doorknob, right? You know, and I want to scoot on down. I want to be, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be, you know, I'm, you know, it's Sunday morning, I'm in the house, and I, I thank my wife. She, 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 gave me the, she gave me the bedroom. She said, honey, it's Father's Day. She would have did it anyway. She gave me the bedroom. It's nice and cool. My cat's right next to me being quiet and obedient, and I love them. And, you know, program, this, 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 these are the benefits of program. You know, these are the benefits. It's not the material things for me today. And that's a transformation. That That's a psychic change for me. And that's only a power greater than myself could have changed my mind, could have brainwashed me in a positive manner, right? So I want to, I want to go to, I want to, man, I want to go all over, but I want to go to 50. I want to go to 50 where it says the top, close to the top of 50. In our personal stories, you will find a wide variation in the way each teller approached and conceived of the power which is greater than themselves. Whether we agree with a particular approach or conception seems to make little difference. Experience has taught us that these are matters about which, for our purpose, we need not be worried. They are questions to each individual to settle for himself. So, you know what? You know, my higher power has changed. Um you know, um, through the times, and that's okay. That's all right because that's the power that I need. If I'm in your head, I'm out of my mind. Your higher power is your higher power. My higher power is my higher power. And that that question on uh, page twelve is the most loving question in the world. Um, why don't you choose your own conception of God? You know, if I could back up a couple of pages when 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 Bill tried to um offer every to drink and he was like, you know, he hit him with that that one liner. You know, you know those people that hit you with them one liners that really make an effect. My wife does that so good. She's the queen of one liners. She could freeze me with just a couple of words. And 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 every froze bill. I got religion. Froze bill, right? Frozen. And he, he got all defensive and, you know, he was ranting and raving 
past part of page 9, going to the bottom, all of 10, and the top of 11. But I want to tell you something about the top of 11. That first paragraph, Bill W., it may have seemed like ranting and raving, but in my life today, it is, it, 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 it is a power greater myself, those words that he beautifully uttered. And if I could, if I may share those with you this morning, famous passage in a big book, everybody knows about it, um, but I just want to highlight it. To Christ I conceded the certainty of a great man, not too closely followed by those who claimed him, capital H. His moral teaching, most excellent for myself, I had adopted those parts which seemed convenient and not too difficult. The rest I disregarded. I could tell you, and I'm not bashing church folk because I'm one of them, but it's so true. It's so true. I take I take the convenient parts, the parts that benefit me. And, and thank God for a second step. A second step allows me access to the rest of the steps. So in that 10th step, I can be like, you know what? You know, I could have did this better. I could have did that better. There's always something I could do better, you know, tapping into that that resource every single day, knowing that, you know what? My spirituality today, my faith today, there's some things that is required of me today, and I'm grateful. I'm up for the challenge. I, I just love it. And, 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 you know, the big book is saying, yeah, it's simple, but if I could scoop back down um, later down on page 50, here's the good news. Here are thousands. First it was 100. First it was the first 100, right? But this is what caught my eye. Here are thousands of men and women, worldly indeed, I mean all over the world, they flatly declare that since they have come to believe in a power greater than themselves, to take a certain attitude towards that power and to do certain simple things, there has been a revolutionary change in their way of living and thinking. They go that, that thinking again. It's the thinking. It's the mental obsession, which is the crux of my problem, which is why I need a higher power in my life. My thinking, if I could think about it, I'm halfway there. And that's negatively a positive. If I don't care how much, you know, service I'm doing, how much step work I'm doing, how much people I'm taking through the big book, if I let that thought develop, I'm in trouble negatively. If I let that thought develop, I need to ask God to direct my thinking every single day, not just in the morning. You know, 3 o'clock in the daytime, too, when I'm going through something. And that, that's tapping into that, that source. That's charging my battery. I'm looking at this this um, this USB uh, adapter, and, and, and it says USB power adapter. I could just close right on that. USB power adapter. You know, <laughs> that power, I can't see the power. I can't see the power um, because I'm blinded by calamity. I'm blinded. I love I love when the big book says that. You know, even things that happened last week, I'm not going to get too much into that. But these things are going to happen. Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad and vice versa. But tapping into that higher power, that source, that can say, you know what, uh, I use good and bad for the good because that's just life, you know, and that power source, 
that power source is 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 <clears throat> is the backbone that's going to allow me to go through the calamities of life. But but you know I have to realize that every day my my human nature blocks me from the source, and I need to get back to the middle. I need to get back to the center, and 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 I need to put my higher power first. I mean, use my higher power. You know, sometimes the, the greatest prayer is thank you, God, or thank you, higher power, or thank you, doorknob, or thank you, electricity, or thank you, water, or whatever. And, 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 and the big, and, and the Ignatius says, the, 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 the highway is broad. Whatever you utilize for your higher power is sufficient. And I want to scoot on down to the back because, you know, you can't be doing a second step without talking about, you know, the spiritual experience. Okay, so <clears throat> it says <clears throat> the term spiritual experience and spiritual awakening are used many times in this book, which upon careful reading shows that the personality change sufficient to bring about recovery from alcoholism has manifested itself among us in many different for, for, forms. Yet it is true that our first print gave many readers the impression that the personality changes or religious experiences must be in the nature of sudden and spectacular upheavals. <clears throat> Happily for everyone, this conclusion is erroneous. That means it's incorrect. <clears throat> in the first few chapters, a number of sudden revolutionary changes are described. Though it was not our intention to create such an impression, many alcoholics have nevertheless concluded that in order to recover, they must acquire an immediate and overwhelming God conscience, followed by a once uh, by a vast change in feeling and outlook. Among our rapidly growing membership of thousands of alcoholics, such transformation, uh, here's the springboard coming up, though frequent, are by no means the rule. Most of our experiences are what the psychologist Willie James calls the educational variety because they develop slowly over a period of time. Quite often, friends of the newcomer are aware of the difference long before he himself is. He finally realized that he has undergone a profound alteration in his reaction to life, that such a change could hardly have been brought about by himself alone. I want to stop right there. That's 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 so good because um, I couldn't I, I, it couldn't it couldn't be done alone. Even if I get to go away, even if I go to the gym consistently, even if I'm on a good food plan, all those tools, it's still it's it's an inside job. My heart needs to be cleaned up. My heart, my mind, and my soul needs to be cleaned up. I need to be thinking about you know those questions on page eighty six that I have the the, the the a couple of questions that higher power helps me out with. The questions that I try to avoid, and that's how I relapse. What could I have done better? What could I have done better? I could have accessed my higher power. Because how many know some days I just don't access it. Some days the will just takes over. I'm just being honest. It's a Sunday morning. I'm trying to be honest. Start the week off. I'm just I'm just telling my story, and that's all it is. Um. So I was able to go over my um my sister's house you know, for part of the weekend and, you know, see my mom and and, 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 and my nieces and 
you know, different personalities in that house. And if a what but God, <laughs> everybody say but God. Because, you know, my sister, she's an energy. She's just all over the place with the kids, taking them all over the place. Um, my brother-in-law, you know, I work out and I come in sweating, always complaining about stuff. My mom, you know, she always complaining. All those attitudes at once in the house, but but God. So, you know, <laughs> so I went in the corner, took out my big books, uh, started reading We Agnostic, started, you know, putting some uh, putting some notes together for today's presentation. Look at that. Look, a, bro- a brother a, a brother trying to put notes together, but I used that, that time to get away from the calamity of the world. And, 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 again, I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. I'm just saying different attitudes. You know, I used to react in, 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 in vengeance at those instances, but that, that, that profound alteration, that sixth sense, um, rocking it into the fourth dimension, there's things that I know that I could do to get out of myself that I don't have to get into the food. How many know when, when, when the food, when you put the food down, a lot of things come up? You know, they say stress out, spell backwards equals dessert. That used to be true. And I want to just, I want to, um, you know, I want to go to Dr. Bob's Nightmare, page 181. And, and you know, you know, I hope you swallow this good because it's not, it's coming from love. If you think you're an atheist or an agnostic or a skeptic or have any other form of intellectual pride which keeps you from accepting what is in this book, I feel sorry for you. If you still think you are strong enough to beat the game alone, that is your affair. But if you really and truly want to quit drinking, liquor for good and all, and sincerely feel that you must have some help. We know that we have an answer for you. It never fails. If you go about it with one half the zeal you have been in the habit of showing when you were getting another drink, your Heavenly Father will let, never let you down. So, um, yeah, like I can't beat this game alone. And, and, and the big book says it's a game, but it's not... It, it's a game of life and death for me. I need to be connected to you guys every single day. There's no days off here. Can, can you believe this? Like, we're, it, it's, it, it's not even 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And I'm not in a binge food. That's a miracle. I'm not in a fog. I'm not, I'm not in self-will today. I'm not being dishonest today. I'm not full of fear today. I'm not resentful today. Oh yeah, them resentments. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta be I, I can't afford that. And a power greater you know, how many on the line ever ever had a whole bunch of resentments? I mean talking about my, my beating program I had a whole bunch of resentments and say, Oh, no, those little resentments, I ain't gotta take them to the column. What you doing to work for then? I say this to my sponsors all the time and I challenge myself because I I'm you I'm I'm chief investigator of that. So my oh no, it's only a little resentment only to find later on during the week or later on during that day, that resentment backed me in a corner where, where, where white sugar and white flour look good. I'm just sharing my experience. There's no such thing as a little resentment. There's no such thing as a little offense. And I like how my sister Sally puts it. I have stage four cancer when it comes to my eating disorder. I have to treat it like that. Because if I, if I treat it like a, just a common cold, I might think I can take a pill. <laughs> I might take a pill and think I'll, I'll be recovered. 
I might take some cough syrup. How many know this is the prescription here? Without a second step in my life, I'm doomed, finished. You know, Bill said quicksand all around me on page eight. All around me, binge food all around me. It's all around me today, but I'm not consumed today. Why? Because I, I trust and believe in a power greater than myself. And I want to scoop down to, you know, when we agnostics, you know, I'm a, I'm a power phrase, but um, when it talks about, you know, uh, the Wright brothers and, 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 and people said we couldn't fly, but page 55 says, yet we have seen another flight kind of flight, a spiritual liberation from this world. People who rose above their problems, they said God made these things possible, and we only smiled. Or we could say, they said, higher power made these things possible, and we only smiled. We had seen spiritual release, but like to tell ourselves it wasn't true. Actually, we were fooling ourselves, for deep down in every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. It may be obscured by calamity, by pomp, by worship of other things, by, but in some form or other, it is there. For faith in a power greater than themselves and miraculous demonstrations of that power in human life are facts as old as man himself. Man, there's a lot there. Um, I want to drill down where it says worship of other things. Oh, I worship money. I worship jewelry. I worship food. But a faith in a power greater than myself, because I ain't going to lie, sometimes I'll be like, Lord, that breakfast item looks good. Man, they ain't having it. But I can't really have it. No, I can't have it. See, these other diseases, I can't really have it. No, I can't have it. Because, you know, I will trigger the allergy, the double whammy. You know, uh, I obsess over it, yeah, when I see it sometimes. But as long as I don't trigger that allergy, as long as I remember that I have I have God in my life, as long as I remember that I have access to God in my life, and this is why I do the work in 429. I didn't do the work in 429 just to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm recovered. No, it takes some steps to be recovered continually. I look out for those people that say, you know what? I've been through the steps before. Yeah, I need, I, I've been through them too, but I need to continue. I need to continue. And I need to um, try, attempt to give this program to somebody that's hungry and desperate enough for this program. You know, and I wanted to I wanted to say, you know what? You know, if you don't like the word God, group of jumps, good all your direction, group of donuts, I don't know, I just do that joking. I'm just saying, you know, I get it. You know, it's strong it's strong language. I understand. It it's you know can I tell you the truth? On most days, I'm an agnostic too. What's the definition of agnostic? Without proof. I I don't have, uh, you know, I have experienced that the phone will be charged if I plug it into the adapter. I don't have proof. I just have experience, and I guess my experience is proof. But I can't see it, but I trust it. 
I can't see it, but I believe it. And and, and the second step is, is is just having that willingness. And and and, and deep in the um, we agnostic is begging you, begging you to 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 um put lay aside prejudices, even from theological um perspectives. It's begging you. And the reason why I believe that it's begging us is because without a power greater, greater than ourselves, without belief and trust in that power, um, there's no way there's no other way out. That's why I believe it's be- it's begging us. It's begging us. Um it's begging us to believe in a power greater than ourselves. So trust and believe that this thing, you know, I have been liberated from my problems in this world on most days. Sometimes I want to be in it. Can I be honest? And I'm not using an excuse that I'm human, but I realize that lack of power is my dilemma. It is my dilemma. And, and, And I need to continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, fear, and resentment. But just for today, I could I could tell you this: the bedevilments, the bedevilments on page fifty-two is not running my life today, because I'm spiritually liberated, lifted up, rocketed into the fourth dimension, sixth sense. Everybody ever seen Spider-Man? Spider sense of tingling. Yo, when resentments prop up, man, that's my spider sense of tingling. Yo, I gotta go do something. I gotta go light that candle. I gotta go to the water. I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think. I gotta think right away to to ask my higher power to direct my thinking. On awakening and and and, and before I retire, and, and even during the day. You know, I was coming back long week, long long days yesterday. Coming back, coming coming back on a bus from New Jersey, uh, coming to New York. And I'm on a bus, and I'm like, you know what? I take out my big book, page 86. I take out the time. And this is what I do. I, you know, whatever time it is, I put, uh, like, for example, last night it was 10.36. I said the time now is 10.36 p.m., and I'm constructively reviewing my day. And I'm and at age 12 and 12, I'm balancing up that, 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 that balance sheet, the negative stuff and the positive stuff. And without a, a higher power in my life, I would not be willing to do those things. I was tired. I was drained. But the access to that power is important to me. How many know you could be drained and beat down and 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 and, 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 and but 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 your higher power. But that trust, but that belief in that higher power. It's key, and and, and and it's a broad highway. You could be, you know, I love Bill W. in the first hundred, man, because you know what? Yes, I do love the original manuscript. Yes, I do love the first edition. Yes, I do love the second, the third, and the fourth. You know, um, I love it because I love it because it doesn't matter what your religious belief is. It don't matter what your unreligious beliefs is. It just it just is inclusive for everybody. Everybody can be up on this. It makes room for everybody. 
And I could tell you, I could tell you with all honesty, early on in program, I'm like, what are you talking about? How come y'all just want to use the word God anytime you want to use it and don't want to believe? That was that was sick thinking. I'm a sick individual. So that's why I need to ask, you know, higher power to direct my thinking. You know, in earlier on program when I was qualifying, I would throw, you know, church people under the bus. I would throw anybody under the bus just to sound like I'm somebody, but I'm nobody. I'm a I'm a I'm a pebble on the beach. I'm a bozo on the bus. With, with, with trust and belief in a higher power. I'm in, I'm protected. I'm in the middle of the buffalo herd. In the middle. I am nobody special. But through the, you know, vision for you ain't going to save my life. The big book ain't going to save my life. You know, money ain't going to save my life. Material things ain't going to save my life but trust and belief in a higher power. That's going to save my life. One day at a time. That's going to save my life. Program is repetitious. You know, I can remember saying in program, you know, uh, recovery is not convenient. Sometimes it's not, but it's necessary. And the life I'm living today, I can remember some Sunday mornings, man, waking up in, in, in my car, you know, having a place to go, too scared to go. But this, I got a sneaky suspicion there's something different about this Sunday. There's something different because this, my spiritual life, my spiritual life is more to me than food. It's more to me than air. It's more to me than water. Well, maybe, maybe I'm going a little too far. It, it's just as important. Because if, if 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 the committee is running around in my head, I like those old AA saying, "I'm here because I'm not always there. I'm not always there. I need a power greater myself in my life." And with this attitude, it says it on bottom of fifty-five. With this attitude, you cannot fail. The consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. And I want to go to the top of fifty-one. Sometimes I get energized when I look at. Okay. Um. You you remember people saying, you know, I hear a lot of people in program, abstinence is the number one thing in my life. I I was one of those people. But but here we so here, here we go here on top of fifty one. They show how the change came over them when many hundreds of people are able to say that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important factor in their lives. They present a powerful reason why we should have faith. You know, see, me saying abstinence is the most important thing in my life, for me, I'm not trying to diagnose nobody else, but for me, it's just, it's it's, it's really self-seeking for me. It's really selfish um, because, you know what, it, it, I believe my higher power wakes me up every morning. So for me, the presence of my higher power today is the most important fact of my life. Because if, if if I was dead, spiritually, mentally, physically, so what if I was, you know what? <laughs> the crazy thing about it is when a person is dead, physically, you, you're probably absent. But what, what sense would it make 
to be dead and abstinent. I want to be recovered. I want to be spiritually fit. And in order for that to take place, I need a higher power. I need a power source. I know my battery is, is, is drained. It's drained. Sometimes it's drained in the morning. It's drained at night. It's drained during the day. I need to tap into that source, that power, that power that I can't see, but that power that I believe, right? And let's see here, the bedevilments, right? Uh, full of fear, unhappy, uh, couldn't make a living. Misery, depression, pray to misery and depression. Those, those things were in my life before. But we saw others solve their problems by a simple reliance upon a spirit of the universe. We had to stop doubting the power of God. Our ideas did not work, but the God idea did. The Wright brothers' almost childish faith that they could build a machine which would fly was the mainspring of their accomplishment. Without that, nothing could have happened. We agnostics and atheists were sticking to the idea of self-sufficiency would solve our problems. When others showed us that God's sufficiency worked with them, we began to feel like those who had insisted the Wright brothers would never fly. I thought I couldn't ever fly either. I thought I, thought I was grounded by all my earthly problems. I thought I was grounded by all my earthly situations. <laughs> Yo, this, this this chapter, we agnostic, is just, it, it's, it's real serious. So it's so loving in the beginning, um, but then after a while, it, 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 it takes it to the fact that, you know what, and, and it, it's, it's hard. And I'm looking at it from an a atheist. So I, I, I love all people today, and that's the power of God in my life. But I'm looking at it from an atheist standpoint, and there's some strong language in here, and it's tough to swallow. But you know what? I know I know atheists, I know agnostics, and I know people, religious people, and you know, through the twelve step program of Alcoholics Anonymous, they all found a higher power. And they don't have to call it God. They don't have to call it God. You know what I'm saying? Like my my faith, yeah, I'm going to church later on, but I have the, I have the, the, the two worlds. I got both worlds, and and it doesn't matter what your higher power is. But just like Dr. the great Doctor Bob said, I feel sorry for you if, if 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 you let intellectual pride block you from the subscription from this book. I feel I feel bad. I feel sorry. And I was feeling sorry for myself because I let it, I had intellectual pride. And just and just in closing and winding down, um, page fifty six, he stood in the presence of infinite power and love. He had stepped from bridge to shore for the first time. He lived in conscious companionship with his Creator. Thus was our friend's cornerstone fixed in place. No later, I can't read that word right now. His alcoholic problem was taken away that very night, years ago. It disappeared, save for, save for a 
few brief moments of temptation, the thought of uh, whatever, I think I put, I put food over it, thought of food never returned. And, it, and at such times, a great revulsion has risen up in him. Seemingly, he could not drink again if he would. God had restored his sanity. What, what is this but a miracle of healing? Yet its elements are simple. Circumstances made him willing to believe. He humbly offered himself to his maker. Then he knew. Even so, God restored all to our right mind. To this man, the revelation was sudden. Some of us grew into more, grew into it more slowly, but he has come to all who have honestly sought him. When we drew near to him, he disclosed himself to us. So with that, I just want to say, I just want to say the same thing Eddie said to Bill. Why don't you choose your own conception of God? And my name is Charles H. Calling from Yonkers, New York, a recovered visionary. And I like to pass on that note. Leah, thank you for allowing me to do service on a good, good Sunday morning. What a what a great day to be alive. Thank you, God. And I pass. Thank you very much, Charles, for sharing your experience with us and carrying the message of recovery, letting us know how this power has manifested itself in your life. We thank you. Charles's contact information will be offered at the conclusion of this recording, so please stay tuned. Now we're going to invite any questions on the line you might have for Charles. You can do so by pressing star 1 to unmute and identify yourself, please. This is Liz. Hi, Liz. Hold on one second. Anybody else want to get in the lineup? Hi, Liz. Mary Lee in California. Hi, Mary Lee. Anyone else? Jump on in. The water's warm. Huh? Any other questions? All right. Well, let's get started with Liz. Hi, Charles. It's Liz S. How are you? Thank Thank you so much for your presentation. It was wonderful to hear you. Um, um, I had a brick wall on Thursday with the word God, which I've been using for many years. And uh, not with step two, which I firmly believe in. But um, I've not been able to use the word God since. And what I wanted to ask you was... um, if you could touch on the uh, fact that this is a spiritual program, not a religious one, and that because it is a spiritual program, um, I, I, I pray to my deceased, my deceased brother Andy on uh, Thursday, which I thought was perfectly okay. Um, it's a spiritual program, and I thought, well, that's okay. And... Um, you know, he's definitely in power greater than I am. And um, I've been sort of um, working on who I'm going to define my higher power as uh, since then. But I really wanted you to just comment on the fact that it is a spiritual program and therefore the word God, which is all over the place in our literature, is uh, is there for certain purposes and, and not because we're intended to use it. Thank you. 
Charles, star one to unmute. We're not hearing you. Okay, I think I double did it. You know how. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Liz. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, that's a that's a great question, and um, yeah, I know I touched on the fact that the the big book uses the word God um, throughout the book. However, it also stresses that um, you know higher power. You don't have to be religious to utilize a higher power. And spiritually, and, and I'm pretty sure you heard this on program, um, spirituality has nothing to do with, with religion. It has nothing to do with it. Um, so as long as you take the steps uh, and believe in that power source, whatever your power source is, whatever you call your higher power, Remember what Ebby said to, to Bill W., why don't you choose your own conception? And I'm going to go one further. Instead of saying God, why don't you choose your own conception of a higher power? And whatever that conception is, you utilize it. And I'm not even going to go there and say uh, what page 46 says, however inadequate. Whatever your higher, higher power is, utilize it. Um, pray, you know, clear your mind. And, and, and utilize that power, and you'll be spiritual. And it, 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 and and utilizing that power, grading yourself, it <laughs> it will make you a better person, and it'll make you um, a, a vessel, a vessel to to be utilized for your higher power's sake. And I hope that helps you out a little. Thank you, Liz, for the question. Mary Leap, it's your turn. Mary Lee, star one to unmute. Good morning. This is Mary Lee, recovered, not shared. Um, in Paso Robles, California. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I hope you're going to be at Virginia Beach. I'm really anxious to put names on voices. My question has to do with family, and it sounds like you um, are a part of your family, but they aren't a big part of what you do, and I just wanted you to talk a little bit about how you embrace your family and still maintain your own integrity in your spiritual path. Thank you. I hope that question's clear. Yes, it is. Um, well, just realizing that... Um, First of all, my, my family my family respects my my, my recovery. Um, they seen they seen me without recovery, and they see me I guess with a little. And I'm trying to be humble. They see me with a little recovery, a little practice of the twelve steps, and I think they like that guy a little better. Um, so, is the question me? How do I interact with my family? As it, uh, can you just clarify a little bit so I can the question? 
it's more how do you embrace your family and your heart. Um, I'm having difficulty with that. Um, One of my children has um, said that, you know, he never wants me to contact him again. And, and, you know, I, I pray for him every day. But I just wondered what you did. Yeah, um, I could ident- I could identify and identify in with you know family members just not wanting me to contact them anymore. Um, I just keep on you know I I just keep like you said I just keep on praying for them and um, I just keep on doing my higher powers will trying to do the next right thing. There's some things that um, we can't. We can't change situations. We can just change our reactions to situations. But some things are just never going to be. Um, but, you know, those things that weaken you, and it's paradoxical, but those things that weaken you can actually strengthen you, the situations around you. We can, just like the page 55 says, uh, we've seen a different flight, liberation from our problems of this world. And, you know, the big book doesn't promise like a, a rose garden, but if we follow the first 164 pages, utilize it as a textbook, you know, sometimes things, you know, things turn around. The one thing about them tables, they always turn. So it, they could turn positively and they could turn negatively. So I just thank, thank higher power for this grace period. And you, you never know. It could, it could turn around. Just keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. It looks like you're doing the right thing. Hope that helps out. Thank you, Mary Lee, for the question. Anyone else with questions this morning? Star one to unmute. Identify yourself, please. Santa H. Santa. Anyone else? Santa, go ahead. Okay, good morning. This is Santa H. A grateful recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey. And thank you, my brother Charles, and happy Father's Day to you. Thank you for your service this morning. Um, I have a question kind of rolling, twirling around in my head and trying to make it into a question. This vital spiritual experience um, in the big book, I'm looking on page 27, where it talks about it's a huge emotional displacement and rearrangement and ideas, emotions, and attitudes um, that we want to guide and force and so on. My question is, if someone had a vital spiritual experience, um, is it possible to have that happen more than once, um, or could it be confused with having self-knowledge, or is it a growing process um, you know, like for me, and I'm just trying to, if you can talk on it as you were sharing, is that I find that my spiritual awakening is growing and my self-knowledge is decreasing, and I recover for one day only because of that balance that is growing in me where comparing myself to someone like Leah, who's been recovered for far, far longer than me, I would think that her spiritual awakening is grow 
has grown so immensely and her self-knowledge has decreased so immensely. Does that question make sense to you? Without a doubt. Yeah, yes, it, yes, it does, Santa. That, that's a great question. Um, spirit, spiritual experiences, to me, the way I identify with it, um, it, it's a grow, it's a growing process. Like, uh, it, it, it continues to grow. It just don't stop. Um, Sometimes I can revert back by saying, "Oh, I ain't got it." You know. Try missing a couple of days of meditation and see if, <laughs> if your self-knowledge gets any better. I'm just saying, I'm being sarcastic, but um, it, it, some days you hit the mark better than others. Um, some, days, some days, you know, when you, when you get that spiritual experience, like I'll give you an example. I, God bless my mother. I love my mother, but I know I can't be around her too long. She, she pressing buttons. But just for today, you know, based on fit spiritual condition, I can, you know, some some comments you got to let fly. But some people are just who they are, and you ain't changing them. You got to change your reaction to them. So self-knowledge, I know that she's going to pr- try to press my buttons. But spirituality, a spiritual awakening, make sure that button doesn't have, uh, uh, have make sure that button has a lot of play. So that person have to go so deep that their finger is not able to press that button in. That's you know spiritual experience working and and, and progressing. So I hope that helps a little bit. Thank you very much, Santa. Anyone else this morning? Questions for Charles? Elizabeth S. Hi, Elizabeth. One moment. Anyone else? This is Deborah M. Hi, Deborah. Hi. Who else? Star one to unmute. Felice. Felice. And anyone else? Judith R. Judith R. Okay. Let's start with Elizabeth S., please. Hi there, Charles. Thank you very much for your sharing. And especially on this important topic of uh, finding a power greater than ourselves. Um, I've heard it said on Vision for You, and I'm sponsoring people and trying to help them develop a conception of a power greater than themselves. And I'm just wondering, have you used this uh, job ad idea, um, finding out what kind of a God we need and putting out a job ad for him and how has that worked for you? You said a job ad? Yeah. Looking for a higher power who can provide this and this and this and this. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said um, in my qualification, um, I utilize a whole bunch of things that I thought was, you know, was a higher power, like, for example, a doorknob that opened the door to a job uh, opportunity or, um, you know, some money or, you know, just, you know, all types of things. Um, I utilized a lot of things until I got to the higher power that was sufficient in my life to bring bring about 
uh, a personality alteration that I like um, right now, but I want to continue. I want to continue to grow in understanding of that higher power. If you get what I mean. Hope that helps a little. I'm I'm talking more about sponsoring people and helping them develop. A... Oh 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 okay you know I get you now um yeah you know I I tell you what I don't I don't um I don't mess with people's you know I I do it like I do it like what every did to build why don't you choose your own conception I don't I don't get involved with someone's conception um that's that's totally up to the individual. I don't mess with that, I, you know. I can't. It'll, it'll for me. It'll destroy my spirituality. I don't have control over that. Uh, I don't even have control over my own life. My higher power controls my life, so I, I just can't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I don't. I don't get into that. Um, the individual um, is responsible for me in my in my life and in my opinion to choose their their own higher power. I don't. I don't. That's not my business. So are you able to guide them at all? Guide them to get a higher power? Yes. Um, no. I, I don't I don't I don't you know I do not I don't I don't get involved in that. I guide them through I I guide them through the twelve steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. What I do is I I um I ask them if they have a higher power and I ask them to trust and believe and connect with that higher power, but I don't. I don't get involved with the, the, the. Oh, I get it now. The interview process or the job process, or in helping them select a higher power. I don't. That I don't get involved in that. Hope that helps. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Elizabeth. Deborah M. Your turn. Deborah M. Hi, this is Deborah M. Can you hear me now? <laughs> sure can. Go ahead. All righty. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm taking someone through the steps right now, and they are on the second step. And this is what we were talking about recently. She said, I believe that God is, so she's come to believe. She believes God is loving and really loves her. She believes that he is all-powerful and he can do anything. He can restore me to sanity, she said, but I have not come to believe that he will. And I was wondering if you could give me some suggestions how to help her with that. That's a good one. Um, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely a good one. Um, She believes that she's powerless or we're fully concerned or... Yep. She really gets step one and two, and she gets there is a God, but it's that last part of step two that she said he can restore me to sanity, but I have not come to believe that he will. Have you, have you, um, quick question, have you, uh, gone over we agnostics with her? Have you read it with her page by page and paragraph by paragraph? No, not at this point. 
but just Maybe. kind of helping her with her God concept. But it's, it's, and I've seen this before with, it's like God can do all that, but he's not going to do it for me. Yeah, I, I get that because they're like, you know, God's got, you know, they take it like a, a Superman syndrome. God is busy saving the world. He's not concerned with my food. <laughs> right? Like that? I think it's more about unworthiness or just like it's it's um, not that he's busy, but just this that he has the power, which is the second step. And he can. And I actually use the how it works that God could and would mm. if he were sought. That's the only thing I came up with, that she has to continue to what you had already said previously about learning to trust that, you know, have. Have, that God will do this. So that was that can, could, would, will. Can I give that. you a suggestion? Yeah, please. If you if you would uh if you would um take your sponsor through we agnostics paragraph by paragraph, break it down with with that individual and see if that'll help out. Great. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Deborah. Felice, your turn. Hi, Charles and everybody. Thank you, Charles, for your service and all the visionaries for putting this together. Um, my question is about um, when I'm talking with my sponsees and they're expressing things in their life that um, I would suggest that they um, turn it over to higher power. And sometimes I feel like I, if they don't believe, I'm not sure, well, if they're struggling in their belief, my suggestion to turn it over to higher power sounds like weak to me. I mean, the mayor ears, like, you know, it, it, so it, it, I just feel like I'm being ineffective when I say that, but I, that's what I, that's the only thing I know to say. That's what I do for myself. And so that's, if it works for me, that's what we do as sponsors, we share our experience. But how, is there other ways to frame that suggestion? Um, that is easier heard. Better what do you heard? mean? What do you mean? Like, um, if 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 a sponsor tells, like, say they have they're going through something, and you tell them to turn it over to their higher power. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, I hear it out. I hear them out. You know, it's not like I'm just saying, oh yeah, ask your higher power. It's more that I hear them and I listen. You know, and I take it in, and then I I suggest, you know, really. Ask higher power for guidance about that, but mm. I feel that it's, it's. I mean, I take that suggestion myself, and that's why I share it. But I'm wondering how is do we frame it for people who whose 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 understanding of higher power is not as strong as mine, or you know, is not as strong as yours, obviously. You know, to make it sort of more appealing to them, or more more possible, or kind of like as the previous caller said. You know, folks who feel like, well, why should God care about my food? Um, I don't know. But that's that's well, not my question. Yeah. That's a good question. But first question I'll have to counteract that is, does that person have a higher power? I mean. Yeah, I guess it's not clear to me. It's not always clear to me if, if what that if my if if this month he has a higher power or not. You, but you guys have gone through the second step already. Yeah, but I guess it's that's maybe that's the that's the ground that's not fully established. I mean, I, yeah, we have gone through the second step, but um, I guess maybe not fully. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, all I could all I could say is what, what what's been what I've heard through my experience. Um, without a without a solid second step, uh, the rest of the steps are not gonna gonna work. Mm, um, without seriously? yeah, you know, without a power greater than myself, uh, you know, because sometimes that's 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 access to um, that's access to the power by going through the steps. So if I don't, if I can't turn the, and that's a great suggestion that you gave your sponsee. But mm-hmm. the, the the thing that I the thing that I can say is, um, if, if you got to trust and believe in something, mm-hmm. and if you don't have a if you don't have a solid second step, the rest of the steps are not going to work, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Well, yeah, well, I think you're right, and maybe that's why I hesitate because I feel like it, that suggestion only makes sense if we both if we've agreed that a power greater than yourself will return you, restore you to sanity, restore us to sanity. So maybe I need to go through the you know, we agnostics also, or just go through the second step um, and then also go through the agnostic, we agnostic. And I could share something with you. I had this, this is this is real experience. I had a sponsee that um, that just wouldn't, you know, we, we went, I thought we went through the second step and then we, we used to meet at Chipotle's after meetings and went through the third step, fourth step, full of doubt, full of doubt. And I was like, wow person doesn't have a second step in their life, this person doesn't, you know, and it didn't work, and, and, and the relationship um, disintegrated because of that. So mm. from experience, I'm talking that if the sponsor does not have a second step in their life, the rest of the steps are not going to work, and, 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 and that's just real. I can't even say anything else. It's just that that's real. That's well said. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Yeah, I'll pass. Thank you, Felice. Judith R., your turn. Thanks, Leah. Thanks, Charles, so much. Um, Having sponsored through my own ways over the years and now trying to sponsor through the big book, I'm finding that I can read the doctor's opinion and build story with someone, but I don't know the right questions to ask, and I don't know how to know when they've taken step one, when they've taken step two. Can you help me out with that? Mm. That's, 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 that's real good. Well, I, I could help you with both of them, I, I, I believe. You've known that they've taken step one if they continue in the process. They, they don't skip days from calling you. You know, you give them uh, assignments and they do it. If you if they turn if 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 you uh, have an arrangement with them to turn over, uh, you know turn over their food and, and things that they've done for their recovery for that previous day, you know that they took step one. Um, step two, you you will get an indication if you know they're telling you about things and 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 they're talking about well you know I went through this but I you know my higher power. And I got through it, you know, things of that nature. That that to me, that'll give you an indication that um, they're, they're taking those they're taking those two steps. But another way to not know is that they're missing calls. They they're not going to meetings. They're not sending you the. They're not uh, completing. Um, you know, they, they they're not they're not they're not giving it an effort, or they or it's just a lot of white knuckling. Anyway, it's going to be a lot of white knuckling until you go through the process and continue 
the work. Continue is the key word there for me. So I hope that clears up a little bit. Got it. Thank you. Thank you, Judith R. Anyone else with questions this morning for Charles? Star one to unmute. Identify yourself, please. Questions related to... Hi, this is Jean. Yeah, hi, Jean. Mm-hmm. Jane, go ahead. You have a question today? Okay. Yes. Hold on one second. Anybody else? Great opportunity to ask questions. If it's on your mind, I'm sure it's on the mind of others as well. Hi, it's Kim in Texas. Your name again? Kim. Kim in Texas, okay. And anyone else? Hi, this is Sarah. Sarah, Jane. hi. Jane and B. Okay. Okay, so we have Jane, Kim, Sarah, anybody else? This will probably be the last invitation for questions. Get on board here. Great opportunity to ask questions related to step two that you might be having. Just in your own personal I'd like to ask a question. My name is Ina Bell L. Hi, Ina Bell. Hi. One moment. Okay. All right. Very good. One moment, Ina Bell. We just have others ahead of you. Okay. Uh, Jane B., go right ahead, please. Thank you so much, Maya. Thank you, Charles. Uh, This is Jane B. in Delray Beach, Florida. Uh, step two has always been a very difficult step to um, for me when I when I began recovering in this program. Why? Because I had these preconceived conceptions of what I thought God has to be before I took step three, and and um, I really now I think I believe that um, if I take a full step one. I, I won't have any questions about taking two because I'll be in such need to have this power because I'm so powerless that I have to find something. It's the urgency of step one of being so helpless and powerless and despairing. I'm wondering um, how you, you're helping people find ways to, to work with their sponsors. I'd like to know how much do you need to spend, uh, how much time do you, would one spend on step two defining a higher power or is that necessary or do we just move on to the decision of step three and then by doing the work in step four and on we show our obedience to this higher power i i some some sometimes i think we pass over it too quickly and um that was a stumbling block for me i was afraid i was afraid i was afraid to to say this is my higher power, and of course it's changing, but that's only because I'm changing and life changes. But um, uh, is it, you know, I don't know if that was a direct question, but how? Yeah, I guess you know how how specific, or how much, how how much time would one spend? That's my question. That's a that's a good question, and and according to the big book, um, we don't <laughs> we don't spend a lot of time. Uh, 
we don't need to spend a lot of time. However, we need to we need to we need to have an indication that that sponsee has a power greater than themselves in their life, and it will show. What 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 don't show in the wash won't show in the rinse. The second step, if 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 you know if you don't have a higher power in your life, it's going to show quick. It's going to show real quick, because um I like the analogy. First step, yo, I can't swim. Second step, I believe that I, I, I can't sit. Third step, I'm going to decide. So it don't take a long time. It's either you believe or you don't believe. It's either you trust or you don't trust. And it don't got to be, it's either you have a little faith or you just, you just don't have no faith. You know what I'm saying? And without that, there's no way you're going to go on with the process. You're going to have a snag in the road. And and, and, and my relationship with my uh, previous sponsor is proof to that. Because I was like, all right, he's doing it Thursday. He's doing he's doing the inventories, and it ain't working because he didn't have he didn't he didn't believe he didn't believe in the power greater than himself. He just believed in what he wanted to believe in, and and the relationship dissipated. It just didn't work. It's not going to work. If it, but it shouldn't take a long time. It shouldn't take a long time and to 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 get a power greater than yourself in your life. The big book really doesn't have any. There's no really work involved. It's just like, you know what? I'm beaten down. First step leaves us with a void, a big void. I'm powerless. I need some power. Lack of power is my dilemma, page 45 says. So, you know what? I'm going to grab on to some power, whatever it is. Whatever I think it is, it could be a doorknob. It could be you. It could be me. It could be anything. I'm just going to trust and believe in that power. And and and, and mind you, like page, page 46 says, as Minute as or as little or not, whatever they say, you know, I'm going to grab onto it and I'm going to make a decision in step three. So it shouldn't take long. Thank you, Jane B. Kim, thank you. One uh, mute. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. We thank, hear you. Thank, thank you for your service and thank you, Charles. Um, uh, this is Kim in Dallas, and my question was very similar to the previous question. Um, but I guess that just to kind of, as you would say, Charles, drill down a little bit more on this, I my I had a sponsor at one point that um, when we got to step two, she did not have uh, a clear conception. You know, the big book, as you pointed out, says, you know, just that just you just a willingness to believe. So she had a willingness to believe, but she did not have a clear conception. When we got to step three, you know, we went by the book, reading the book, read the third step prayer. She said to me clearly that I don't know who I'm turning my will and my life over to, but I'm willing, and I'm willing to go on to step four. But the problem came at step 11, she had no power to pray to. And so I think, I guess my question is, and you probably have already answered it, but just to be a little bit more clear, at step two, should a person have a clearly defined yes. conception of their higher power? Thank you, and I'll pass. Um, I'd have to say yes. I'd have to say yes. Because, like I said previously, you know, if, if you don't have a, if, if you don't know the power, first of all, I, I, 
That's a good question. That really is a good question. All this question is great. I need to believe in a power greater myself. If it's if it's this if it's electricity, I need to believe in it. I can't see it, but I need to believe in it. And and you know what? If I you know you said step eleven, which is one of my favorite steps, along with step two, um, to improve. Improve on what? If you don't have if you don't if you don't define that power, how can you improve your conscious contact with a power that you you don't even define? So, I, you know, I don't think I can get any clearer than that. Thank you, Kim, for the question. Sarah, star one to unmute. I believe I heard a Sarah J. Star one to unmute. Yeah, hi, I'm sorry. I thought I was unmuted. Do you hear me now? Yes, go right ahead. Okay, it's it's Sarah L. Um, Thank you. I have a sponsee that tells me that she does have a higher power, and she has done step one, step two, step three. She's given it over, and I'm working with her through the steps, yet she is struggling with the food mightily. So my question is... um, do I keep her in steps two and three until she um, becomes abstinent and keeps her abstinence? Because she she does tell me that she knows she is powerless and she hits a rock bottom and she gives it over to her higher power, but yet she's still struggling. And I'm just not sure if continuing with the steps is helpful to her in the hope that she will become abstinent in the meantime or keep her in steps two and three again and again and again until um, until she really gives it over to her higher power. Thank you. Um, so your question is, she's still struggling, she's still in the food, and yes. she she's going through the first three steps? Yes. I I don't think she's going through the first three steps. So, in other words, I should be keeping her in the first three steps again and again until she becomes abstinent because, obviously, if she's not giving it over and she's not realizing that she's powerless, even though she's saying she is, there's something missing there. Well, the doctor's opinion clearly says it that we believe a man's brain should be cleared. Your brain got to be cleared before you can, you know, accept the program of action. So, you know, we sound good, and I'm not trying to be, I'm just trying to help. We we, we say, you know, I've been through, you know, you got to be careful with people that say they've been through. You know, this is not a been through thing. You know, being powerless and, and, and coming to believe in a power and making a decision to turn your life over to that power is every single day. So if you're in the food, you, you know, you didn't make a decision. If you're in the food, you're not, you, you, can't, you can't grasp the steps. You can't grasp the program of action. I hope that clears up a little. Yes, it does a lot. Thank you very much. You're welcome. 
Thank you, Sarah L. And Ina Bell, you'll have our final question for the morning. Thanks. Star one to unmute. Leah, if she's not there, can I take her place? It's Vasa. Hi, Vasa. Hold on one second. Let's look mm-hmm. for Ina Bell. Give her an opportunity. Ina Bell? Star one to unmute. We don't hear you. You hear me now? Exactly, yes. This yeah. is Ina Bell. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I have two relatives. Uh, one, uh, a food addict, probably weighs over 500 pounds. The other, addicted to a mother substance. Both are proudly uh atheists. And um, I would hope, since I am recovered, um, that I could get to the point where uh, I could discuss with them uh, the uh, how important um, having a higher power is for me. But I don't know how to do it in a way that, uh, or even broach it, uh, that they would sneer at it and, uh, you know, reject it from the first word. I don't so know how you approach those what's, what's What's your question again? I'm sorry. How, how do you approach such people? How do you uh, explain to them uh, uh, how a higher power uh, has helped you to become recovered Um in a way that would be accessible to uh, people who are proudly uh, atheists? Um, well, first of all, to, to, I, I'll take the answer rather than a big book. Don't start off as an evangelist, especially with, with, with somebody that's an atheist. It's just that we call that leading with the chin. You know what I'm saying? And, um are you? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you what you're trying to get done. You're trying to help family members, or you're trying to help. Um, uh, uh, can you explain the circumstance and the situation? Uh, yes, as, uh, as I said, one is a, a food addict who is probably weighs well over 500 pounds and is suffering terribly, and the other is uh, addicted to uh, prescription drugs, and they're proudly atheists and. Uh, the first one I have suggested go to OA, and he says, "Oh, I can never do that program after going to one meeting." Um, and I'm I'm hoping that you know, as I they see me, you know, recovered and and very much changed, that they will be curious about. Well, you know, how did this change come about? And of course, as you and I, we all know. It's through belief in, you know, the active presence of a higher power. Uh, but I, I don't know how to uh, describe to them what this means for me in a way that might become accessible to them. Let me, let me help you out a little bit. Um. And I think we're in this part of the, we're in working with others. If they don't want what you're selling, you're going to be stuck with that stuff. So what I'm, I said in a joke, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, um, 
just think about when you were in 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 in, in the food, and somebody come up to you saying, "Hey, you know, we we know a lot of people that need to be in this program, but it, it you know if they don't want it, you know, can't give it to them." You know what I'm saying? You just keep doing what you're doing, and eventually, maybe eventually, hopefully, that they may say, "Hey, you know, how how are you doing that?" It's attraction. I think there's a tradition that covers that. It's attraction rather than promotion. Like, it, it, you know, we can't go up to people that we know that need this program and say, hey, you know what, I, I got a solution. No, we had to, we, we, our disease beat us into a state of reasonableness. Like, you know what, like, yo, I, I need to do something about this. So hopefully the people that you're trying to, you know, help out or whatever, um, they will be attracted to your, the way you're living, and they'll ask you. But any, anything before that, it's it's like the, the the elephant. Well, no, that's not a good analogy. But I, I hope that answers your question. Well, no, it's if if they ask me, they say, "Well, you know, you've changed so much. You know, what's happened? How does how does this happen to you?" And at that point, what that's do it. I say? Oh, what do you say? Well, you you introduce the program of action. How you change? You tell them. You explain to them. You know, if it comes to that, hopefully it will. And, you know, you can keep praying for your higher power. You can keep praying for those people. There's things you, there's actions you can take. But but until they get to that point that they're desperate enough, then, you know, there's nothing else you can do um, to induce them to get to that point. I, I know that. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Charles. Thank you. And God bless you. It was a wonderful, wonderful uh, share. Thank you kindly. God bless you, too. Thanks, Inabel. And Vasa, if you still have your question, we'll wrap up thank with you. your Good question. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Charles, thank you so much for your service. And I normally don't get on the meeting on Sundays, but today I'm so glad I did. I have a question. What about people that are believers and they call themselves abstinent because they are away from certain foods, but they, their compulsion and obsession is still there, Be, you know, and they eat, like, big quantities of meals. And she's a believer, and we are reading right now. We're on step two. So what do you think about that? They're still in the food? Well, they eat big quantities of meals, you know, they could be like breakfast, lunch, supper, and then another big meal later, pretty much. So you're saying they're still in the food? Yeah, but, but they don't see themselves in the food because they are away from certain products, and uh, they, f- and they uh, yeah, they feel like they need this food. She's lost a lot of weight, but she's gaining some weight back. I'm going I'm to I'm say the same thing that the doctor said. We feel that a man's brain should be cleared before they be approached. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And, but, you know, again, it's so hard to tell people they think they're abstinent. You know, that's how they, you know, that's their abstinence, and there's nothing wrong with it. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the alcohol is a persuader. You know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you say that so gracefully. And it's the truth. Um, you know, so I, I thought I was a superstar in my own mind all the time. 
but uh, realize that I'm just a, a, a bozo on the bus. So, you know, if I'm in the food, I'm in the food. I ain't going to lie. Because I'm not going to get help if I, you know. And I, and I, and I won't realize that I, that I need a power greater myself. Lack, lack of power is my dilemma. And if I think I'm abstinent when I'm not abstinent, then, you know, that's my problem. Yeah, and I cannot make them think any different because that's their thinking and I cannot change their thinking. Yeah, we ask God to direct our thinking. That's it. Yeah. Let it be divorced from self-pity, dishonesty, you know the rest. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Um, thank you. I morning. appreciate you too. Uh, and Vasa, God bless. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Vasa. And yes, thank you to everybody who asked questions this morning and Yes, Charles, we appreciate your generous service this morning, sharing your experience with all of us this morning. And thank you, everyone, for your attendance. Charles, thanks again. I'm going to close the meeting with the way we always close, and that's from page 164, A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then.